What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is Writing Excuses, episode 10, um, The Boring Parts. <laughs> 15 minutes long, because you're in a hurry. And we're not that smart. I'm Brandon. I'm Dan. I'm Howard. And I'm Dave. All right, we once again have Dave Wolverton slash Dave Farland here, guest starring with us. Um, we are going to talk today, this is a question I've received a lot from readers and listeners who want to know how we write the boring parts. Um, when they say that, what their meaning is, they plot out their story. They've got these big, exciting climaxes, several places through the book. And then they say, wait a minute, how do I get between these parts? How do you write the in-between parts? Dan, what do you do? What do I do? Yeah. Um, I try to find the most interesting thing that can happen. Okay. Um, I, I'm currently in the middle of writing book three. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, Today was the fourth chapter in a row that I've had to cut in half because they were way too long. Okay. And that means lots of that, interesting that stuff. That means is lots happening. of interesting stuff was happening, and they were all supposed to be the boring parts. Okay. It was supposed to be the main character trying to figure out the crime, you know, trying to track down the the bad guy, and just letting him really run free with, you know, he needs to think this. Well, what would prompt that thought? What would give him this clue? So sparked so many other ideas. Um, if I had just let it be the boring part of one scene of a guy saying, well, if his head was cut off, then the guy probably had a knife. Okay, this is the boring yeah. part. Howard? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't mean it like it sounded, Howard. No, that was fine. That, that was fine. You were cutting Dan off. I yeah, got that. Yes. Also, I was the boring part. Um, the, when you say the boring parts, I look at the boring parts in two ways. If I'm yeah. reading a book and I've hit a boring part, right. somebody spent time writing something they shouldn't have. Right. It just shouldn't be there. 
Right. If you wrote something and it is boring to write and to read, just stop writing it. That's the easiest way to take care of it. Now, if it's boring work for you because you haven't yet gotten to that really exciting part of the story you want to tell, um, sometimes the easiest thing to do is to skip ahead to the exciting part of the story, write that bit, and then look at it very closely and figure out, okay, what are the elements here that I absolutely have to put in place before I can tell that bit? And now okay. I'm going to try and write those, and then you backpedal and write the chapter that goes in between them, and write it as interestingly as possible. Okay, but that's what we're getting to. In the interestingly as possible, I think, escapes a lot of newer writers. Those are words we can say. What they're asking is, what is that interestingly as possible? If I just skip through and write the exciting parts, I've got a 10,000-word story that you know I want to write a novel. How do you do that in between parts? They okay. draw pictures. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You can't draw those kinds of pictures. Well, the first thing that I do is um, I look at my characters, and, and there's a bunch of different answers. But the first thing I do is, okay, how can I write this interesting? Secondly, thing, the second thing is I look at my characters and I say, okay, which one of these characters is in the most pain? Which is suffering the most at this point? Uh, which is what Orson Scott Card recommends. He says, you know, hey, you know, your viewpoint character should be the one who's in the most pain, the one who's suffering the most. So I look at that character and I say, why is that person suffering? And as soon as I start discussing that, I am writing about something that's interesting, okay? Um, very often, if you've got a climactic scene, for example, and you know you're going to be 40 pages or 100 pages till the next climactic scene, you've kind of got to wind down on what just happened. So your characters need to be haunted by what happened. They've also got to be formulating plans about how to, uh, how to react to what they're going to do. So they've got to choose how they're going to react. You know, are we going to storm the castle? Are we going to flee for our lives? Are we going to stand here like frightened rabbits and you know, our hearts hammering uh, while the enemy comes upon us? You know, you have to make all these different choices. So it's getting into the characters' heads and into their emotions and into their hearts. That's what I, that's what I look at doing. So you're writing, uh, or you're describing this from the perspective of writing uh, third-person limited or yeah. maybe third-person omniscient. But, but from a third-person, if you're writing first-person, like I think, Dan, you're, yeah. you're doing first-person. It makes first it much harder. Yeah. My first novel was a first-person novel. And I did it, and, uh, and then afterwards I said, oh, I'll, I'll try one in third person now. And then afterwards I said, I'm never going to write a, third, is, so a first is this person pain, again. So is this find the most pain principle, the reason <laughs> first person novels tend to be so horribly angsty? Yes, <laughs> it is. It is, because otherwise you're boring. You've got to have a character who can carry an yeah. entire mm -hmm. book. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is honestly why I love third person limited. Um, is because when a scene gets boring, one of the first things I do, one of my fallbacks is different viewpoint character. Mm -hmm. um, this doesn't necessarily, I, I don't necessarily do the look for the most pain. I let's say, who's going to be really interesting for a couple of scenes? Who's to, got the best part of the story yeah, right that's now? That's right. That yeah. will mm -hmm. just keep me going through these scenes. And mm -hmm. sometimes, if, if I need to shake it up, that's the number one thing I do. And you'll see that in my book sometimes. Um, sometimes I'll be telling a scene, I'm like, I need to shake this up. All right, it's from Dan's viewpoint. He's going to get killed. Mm -hmm. Yay! Um, well, actually, you survived. Oh, um, that's right. <clears throat> yes, but Yay. no, that's really what happened is, <laughs> um, is I'm writing a scene. I'm like, all right, I've written scenes like this a whole lot before in the series. It's this, in the middle book. I'm going to tell it from the viewpoint of the guard standing on the wall rather than the Mistborn who's flying through the air toward him. Mm -hmm. And interesting scene. That's It gives fun. me a very dramatic... I love those yeah. bits. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, and that's where that comes from. Is that's, that's my number one fallback. 
Um, and I, I yeah. think that's, that's a really good way to do it is a lot of times when you're, st when you're writing, you don't realize just how, um, how habitual it has become. Yeah. You know, I always approach the scene this way. I always tell yeah. it this way. And so each time you approach a scene, just say, okay, how am I going to do it that's going to be a new way? New way for me. And, yeah. and you know, the way that you can tell that your story is boring, by the way, is if you use the word finally, mm. okay? Finally, John made it to the bathroom, okay? <laughs> uh, if you do that, you know, I'm glad he that, made it. That's, just, that's just a sign that, first of all, mm -hmm. you all I, I always cut out the word finally if mm. I ever do come up with one. But then I say to myself, okay, I've got to back out and figure out how to shorten the three paragraphs in front of it because I just wrote the word finally. You know, you, Thanks, you taught us that yeah. in the class and mm -hmm. I've always avoided it. And just yesterday, I finally convinced myself it was okay to use the word finally. <laughs> now, and now, all of our I readers are going again. to read through our book saying, oh, look, oh, they, were get, they were losing it here. And, and I'm going to yes. eat a Butterfinger. Um, <laughs> um, I, I'm going to take a slightly yeah. different tack on this and say that uh, if you're having trouble with the boring parts, that might not be a part that should be in there. Um, you know, a lot of part, well, yeah. pa part of the, how to write the boring parts is knowing what to cut out. Do you know what though? Yeah. The, that's, that's dangerous. It, and, and there are other ways to make a story interesting. I mean, it doesn't have to always be the conflict. For example, um, you can just write beautifully about something and that's rewarding to the audience. So yeah. if you do mm -hmm. a, a beautifully written description, uh, of, of, you know, um, life outside the, mm -hmm manor you know the the grounds outside the manor or something that in itself can be fascinating so you can make up for boring story periods with great prose well you can focus different areas yeah uh, it's different. Uh, not it's being not, silly but, no, yes. But, but, but yes exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean it's, it's, a, it's a matter believe of focus me, i do this all the time with establishing uh -huh. yeah. shots in the comic mm -hmm. but then there's mm, but this then needs there's a shiny picture or not just necessarily prose but maybe a new conflict yeah. You know, like, you know, we can go from the big battle scene to we're going to go now to the romantic scene. You know, what's the romantic fallout of what just happened? Yeah. I mean, what Dan said had to be said. Howard actually said it a little bit earlier, too, which is the yes. if it's really boring, you may just want to cut it. Yeah. But the focus of this particular podcast is not cutting out. It's making the part the boring stuff the boring interesting. Slogging yeah. through it. Yes. Because sometimes you have to. And I, I, Howard said something earlier, which is just stop writing it. That can be dangerous for new writers, um, where sometimes people say, every time I get to chapter five, it gets boring. I stop and start a new book. That happens to a lot of authors. Mm -hmm. And what you need to learn to do is make chapter five as exciting as chapter one or more exciting. Now, Dave mentioned conflicts, yeah. and yeah. we always come back to that. I think it's the most important thing. And if, you're, if the section you're writing doesn't have any conflict in it at all, then of course it's boring. It yeah. doesn't have to be the main conflict. They don't have to be killing Sauron in every single chapter of your book. <laughs> okay, but you can wrong. give them... Writing <laughs> you have to kill Sauron in every scene. <laughs> nice. Oh, boy. Um, but but you, you give them movie. different conflicts. Even if it's something small, like we're riding through this town and mm -hmm. my boots itch so horribly. Yes. Yeah. Actually, mm -hmm. one of the things I wrote down for this to give us a suggestion was, first, identify what your major plots are. We talked about that in previous, um, previous podcasts. And then throw a wrinkle into a main plot. <clears throat> having, having just throwing in a fight, sometimes, you know, I have a friend who says, oh, I'd always just throw in a fight. If it's getting boring, throw in a fight. Well, <clears throat> yes and no. Um, it's better to identify what is the main plot for my characters? What are they trying to accomplish? What can be a wrinkle in stopping them from accomplishing it? If 
you're trying to get from point A to point B, and it's very tense, a horse throwing a shoe can be mm-hmm. as a powerful of a conflict as getting jumped by ninjas. That's right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, and also, if, you're, if, if the parts that you're excited about riding are, for instance, you know, the action scenes, yeah. the, the mistborn flying through the right. air, or mm-hmm. the guy stabbing and stabbing and stabbing and looking <laughs> over at Dan. I have no idea what's... I haven't read his stuff That's yet. all my books are. Uh, um, uh, it may be that, that when you get to chapter five or whichever chapter you're bored about, pick a different emotion. Pick yeah. Instead of mm-hmm. picking action uh, and excitement, pick suspense or romance yeah. or, or there's, something. There's one more thing that you can do too, though. And that is, a lot of times, people who are getting bored with their story don't don't realize that what's going on is that they haven't properly either deepened or Mm -hmm. broadened their conflict. And so maybe they need to stop and say, okay, my conflict just seems to be sort of the same conflict that just got pounded in the last one. Uh, Maybe instead of fighting orcs this time, we need to, you know, yeah, let me let me turn that turn that statement around real quick, Dave. When you write, do you are there parts that bore you while you're writing? You know, very rarely. Very okay, rare. so so uh, from because from what you've just said, it sounds like if you're being bored, it probably means you're not doing something right. Yeah, that's a bad thing. If I you're think being so. Bored. I think now, so. Now, the being bored. Let me define for me. There are a lot of times where I sit down and look at a scene that I've got to write and say, "Oh man, I'm this not in work writing not this right now." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once I start writing, if I'm still bored, that's a problem. Um, and that's, that, that does happen to me, but I do one of these fallbacks. I say, okay, I've got to approach the scene from a different viewpoint. I've got to approach the scene, and I've got to set it in a new place. It's another big mm-hmm. one I do. Yes. New setting. Mm-hmm. Okay, my thieves have always met in the same place. It's getting dry for me. Let's have them have their meeting in a restaurant instead, or something like this. Mm-hmm. Different scene. Um, the other one is um, that unexpected wrinkle, like I said before. Um, I actually had a guy today at one of my signings come to me and say this exact thing like you just said. Um, I love writing these action scenes, but all the stuff in between is really boring. How do I write the stuff in between? And I think what you said earlier, um, I'm, I'm not sure who said it, so I'm pointing at two people here. You can guess who they not are yourself. Me, probably Dave. <clears throat> we both said it. Dave. <laughs> Learn to play other notes. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's, it, you're, trying to play a, a, you're trying to play a symphony with only A flat. Mm-hmm. Um, now, there are books that are, that are going to be heavily toned toward that one note, lots of action. Mm-hmm. You're reading a Drizzt book, you want lots of action. But a good book, you know, Drizzt book, he's playing multiple notes. There, there may be more muted than, the, than the, mm-hmm. the, the battle conflict, but, I mean, Drizzt, you've got this great character conflict of this man who doesn't fit into his culture and doesn't fit into another culture, which is a huge conflict of the entire series as well. Those aren't just action books. He's, um, Bob knows how to play multiple notes. You've got to learn to play multiple notes, too, to write a book. You yeah. don't want your action scenes to be like a Jackie Chan movie yeah. where they have stitched together some fantastic choreography with plot that nobody cares about. And we're right. going to blow through this as fast as we can so we can get to the latter fight. Well, and I've said before, that works awesome. really well in a film. You can do that in a film. It doesn't work as well in a book. We make fun of it we when you do it, it in a film. <laughs> but and I watch action them. movies. Yeah, but, but the Jackie Chan movies are often best watched with the boring bits completely edited out because we just want to see the ladder fight and the, the whatever else. Okay, we're going to have to can of worms that because you just spoke blasphemy. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. Um, Dan? Yes? Any other tricks that you use? 
you writing first person, how do you keep it interesting? You can't jump viewpoints. Um, I, the, the, the trap I see myself falling into all the time is that my character will tend to think of the same things every time. Oh, and yeah. we've actually talked about that before as, mm -hmm. you know, if your character is a warrior, they will see situations in a warrior's light. Mm -hmm. And yes, but if that becomes too much, then it becomes boring. If yeah. a sociopath is constantly wanting to kill everyone he meets, then everyone's going to get bored of that. And so I always and try to dead. think, yeah. well, <laughs> that's also true. Um, so, you know, a allow your characters to be different than okay. they were in the last chapter. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, each of us has um, minor different things that happen to us or different ways that we approach things. I, I just had to do a battle scene between uh, Borenson and an in-law, okay? And, you know, it's kind of sticky when you get in a fight with somebody in your own family, you know, because now you've got all sorts of politics. What's my wife going to think if I do hit him? You know, <laughs> I, I had a... I had a girl once that I was dating, a, a really sweet Mexican girl, and uh, uh, she wanted me to come down and meet her family. And I said, great, I'd love to go meet your family. Okay, we're getting pretty serious. And then she says, but there's a problem. I've got three uncles, and they're all fasting, and they're going to cut off your balls when they see you. And I said, okay, so uh, how do you want me to handle this? And she <laughs> says, well, I think, you know, they're all bigger than you, but I think you can take them. You know, and that's when I realized <laughs> I had problems, you know. This, this relationship may be kind of short-term thing. We've reached yeah. the end yep. of the term. <laughs> We're running out of time on this one. There is one more thing I had on my list, which was really interesting side character. And mm -hmm. I think this would work mm -hmm. really well for, um, for yeah. you if you're writing first, for, first mm -hmm. person. Throw in an interesting side character, perhaps tie it to the plot. The interesting side character is the wrinkle in the plot you're, you're getting. But don't wait too long before introducing them. Yeah, and well, don't. Well, you can have them in for just a chapter, and they're yeah, gone. Yeah, yeah. Just an interesting side character for one chapter can work well. Be careful not to grill in a phone booth them. Make I mean, don't make them so interesting that they're more interesting than your main characters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But having them show up for just one scene can work really well. Yeah. Like the guard on the wall. Yeah, the guard on the wall. Yeah. Or I just wrote a scene, and I can't say because I'm under an NDA. But <laughs> in this thing that I can't talk about, I wrote this thing that I can't talk about about this person I can't talk about who is really interesting. That is an excellent example. Thank, Thank you. you. for the helpful <laughs> advice. <laughs> right. Let's move on to the writing prompt. <laughs> the we? writing prompt. Okay. Um, Can we give one? Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah give we give the, the writing kill prompt. Sauron every... Kill, kill okay. Sauron. Kill okay. the main bad guy in every... Yeah. Every chapter. Figure mm. out how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know. This has been Writing Excuses. Thank you all for listening. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.